from India's largest newsroom I'm Arun George and this is the Times of India podcast Sodia the deputy chief minister of Delhi has now been arrested the agency cited how Mr Sodia destroyed phones and sim cards and tampered with evidence everyone knows as to how to enhance their own commission the aam aadmi party had tried its best to spread addiction of liquor in delhi manish ji ek imandar deshbhakt और साहसी व्यक्ति हैं जो 24 घंटे देश की सेवा में लगे रहते हैं मनीष सिसोदिया अरेस्ट ऑन संडे द 26th ऑफ फेब्रुवरी इज द मोस्ट हाई प्रोफाइल अरेस्ट इन द लिकर एक्साइज केस अगेंस्ट द आम आदमी पार्टी गवर्नमेंट इन दिल्ली Sisodia is presently in the custody of the Central Bureau of Investigation till the 5th of March. He is accused of being the architect of a liquor policy that is alleged to have favored cartels and allowed the party to receive kickbacks. In today's episode we are analyzing the wider ramifications of his arrest. My colleague Abhishek Day who reports on the Aam Aadmi Party and has written on the implications of this arrest for TOI plus says that Sisodia might enjoy the perception of being second in command in the party but he's actually just one of the many prominent leaders in the party. He is one of the uh, most prominent faces of Aam Aadmi Party when the party goes out to campaign even in Delhi and outside Delhi in the Delhi uh, government Manish Sisodia does most of the heavy lifting because he is the minister with the highest number and proportion of portfolios out of 33 total uh, portfolios in the Delhi cabinet Manish Sisodia himself uh, handles uh, 18 uh, portfolios which includes some 11 12 portfolios which were uh, originally assigned to him plus the portfolios which uh, used to belong to uh, Satyendra Jain uh, who is now in jail in connection with a separate uh, money laundering case however uh, if you ask me uh, that who is the number 2 in aap or is manish sodia the number 2 in aap that would be rather a difficult uh, thing to answer even within the party there is some sort of a lack of clarity on this issue so on certain aspects definitely somebody like manish sesedia is can't be dismissed as just another cog in a wheel no i mean he is a crucial part of the party and he is number 2 on multiple aspects but he is not the absolute number 2 so for instance in the parliament someone like uh, sanjay singh is also you know seen as number 2 in the up uh, because he is the person who is kind of uh, seen as the point man of arvind kejriwal when it comes to the party's state wise expansion plan then someone like a national uh, general secretary organization such as sandeep patak he has been very crucial to aap's expansion strategy kejriwal has a coterie of advisors these are the people who are mostly back end people you don't know them on policies there's somebody like an old friend gopal mohan then he has his even older confidante bibhav uh, kumar and all even uh, vijay nayar who, who who too was arrested in connection with the same uh, excise policy case last year even vijay nayar used to act as number 2 on certain uh, media management and communication related matters between 2019 and 22 so who is aap's number 2 that's a tricky thing to ask but manish uh, sisodia de- de- definitely uh, plays a very important role in the overall machinery 
Radhika Ramaseshan, who's a political analyst and columnist for TUI Plus, says that a crucial function performed by Sisodia was letting party chief Arvind Kejriwal focus on things beyond the state of Delhi. Sisodia is very critical to governance in Delhi. In fact, I think when uh, Kejriwal decided to focus on Punjab and other states, he left governance 100% to uh, Sisodia. Sisodia, as we all know, is the conceptualizer and architect of the two flagship schemes, namely the Mohalla Health Clinics and the Mohalla Schools, uh, which form the bedrock of the ARP's reputation countrywide. In fact, even interna the international media has taken note of uh, uh, the Mohalla Clinics and the Mohalla Schools. And the credit for both should go to uh, Sisodia, 100%. He not only um, uh, conceptualized and uh, saw the schemes to their fruition, he ensured that they functioned with a degree of deliverability. You know, often uh, very, uh, schemes which take off the ground very well lose their moorings halfway. They get mired in uh, corruption, inefficiency, nepotism, and various other charges. Well, I'm not saying that they... They, these schemes are 100% perfect or anything of that sort, but they have functioned well. And if you do speak to uh, students who attend these schools in uh, Delhi or uh, those who get treated by Mohalla clinics, they're quite happy with the quality of service that is offered, which is a very big thing in India. So uh, that credit should go to Manish Sisodia. I'm sure there are negatives as well, which his associates do sort of mention if you talk to them privately. Uh, his allegedly overbearing ways and my way or highway kind of approach to uh, things. But I suppose if you look at the larger picture, these sort of uh, complaints or carps would take a back seat because there are more pluses going for Sisodia than minuses. Radhika points to the fact that in Punjab, where the Ahmadmi Party is in power, it's not as smooth sailing as in Delhi because she says there's no equivalent of a Manish Sisodia there. You have to contrast Delhi with Punjab. Punjab is pretty shambolic ever since Aap and Bhagwant Maan uh, came in. It looks like Kejriwal has had to macro, micromanage the affairs of uh, Punjab and I do not know how familiar, deeply familiar he is with Punjab politics. They won the election all right, won it very convincingly, but things have not been going too well for AAP. So uh, what Kejriwal really required in Punjab was a Sisodia-like person who he hasn't got. Bhagwant Maan comes across as someone who's not clearly not on top of his uh, job. I mean, maybe well-intentioned, I do not know. But Punjab is mired in controversies. As compared to that, the controversies which the Delhi government has faced or the problems that the Delhi government has faced have largely been on account of the center. And uh, ever since the ARP uh, came to power in Delhi and uh, with uh, BJP at the center, the going has been terribly rough. So Sisodia, I must say, has managed to balance things. I mean, you know, has at least ensured that the government is not wrecked. His departure is a huge blow for Kejriwal. And uh, most important of all, uh, Kejriwal will have to now apply himself to governance in Delhi, not lose the only strong stable state that they have 
the BJP is going to use this opportunity to make things even more intractable for uh, the AAP and for Kejriwal. So Kejriwal, in other words, will have to take his mind off Punjab for the moment and focus on Delhi unless he is able to find a halfway uh, efficient substitute for uh, Sisodia. Abhishek says that the arrest of Sisodia also presents a unique dilemma for the party. When another prominent leader, Satinder Jain, was arrested, the party transferred the portfolios under the minister to Sisodia. Now that Sisodia is in jail, who takes charge of everything that he was overseeing? Manish Sisodia has held certain portfolios from the very beginning, since the time AAP came to power in Delhi with a majority in 2015. For example, two such portfolios will be finance and education. So the th th thing is that with Manish Sisodia's arrest, it would again uh, trigger the question of whether are there enough ministers in the cabinet who are capable of handling this kind of portfolios. That would be a big question. And if not, then what can be done now? There are probably three, broadly three options. So one is that Arvind Kejriwal may decide to give some of Manish Sisodia's portfolio uh, to some existing Minister. The other option would be probably, you know, bringing a new face in the cabinet and give that person some of Sisodia's portfolios and some of Satyendra Jain's old portfolios. And the third thing would be uh, probably Kejriwal himself taking certain uh, portfolios because Kejriwal has not kept any portfolio with him in the second term. If Kejriwal ends up taking some of the portfolios of Sisodia and, and in general Sisodia's arrest will uh, also ensure that Kejriwal will be busy with Delhi's governance for the time to come, at least till the time uh, the party ensures that uh, Sisodia is out and you know he's fully functional. So that can also affect Kejriwal's campaign plan. So for the next few weeks, he has many events lined up in old-bound states such as Chhattisgarh, Rajasthan, Karnataka, Madhya Pradesh. Now he's the face of the party and the party is planning to contest elections in all these states. This kind of campaign is crucial to the party's expansion projects, especially ahead of the 2024 general election. If Kejriwal gets uh, too hooked to Delhi, then that, then that may lead to last minute cancellations and that will definitely impact the party's expansion plans. The BJP and the Congress have targeted the Delhi government over the liquor policy and have welcomed the arrest of Sisodia. However, the Aam Aadmi Party has maintained that Sisodia is a victim of political vendetta. Abhishek explains how the party has been refuting the allegations levelled against it so far. The Aam Aadmi Party has uh, said that the case is false, the allegations are misleading. If you look at the nature of allegations, it's mostly like it's talking about kickbacks. It's talking about tweaks in the uh, policy in two separate drafts of the policy to ensure more profit margins for private players. So it's mostly talking about uh, it's mostly talking about tweaks and other things which look very business friendly. Their argument is it's business, and if it's ultimately ending to more money for the government, what's bad in it? So their core argument then comes down to it's a problem only when you can prove that, you know, people in the government have made private gains from those uh, transactions. 
ultimately the gains are coming to the government's coffers. So at the end of the day, if I can give you results that the excise revenue of Delhi suppose used to be 6,000 crore rupees a year and now I'm changing it to 8,000 crore rupees, it's, it's good for Delhi, right? So as long as you can't prove that people holding public offices uh, made private gains from those transactions, as long as you can't prove that those allegations actually make no sense. Another unusual thing that the Aam Party had done was retain both Satinder Jain and Manish Sisodia as ministers despite their arrests. Both of them only tendered their resignations on Tuesday evening. Abhishek explains why the Aam Party retained Jain as a minister even after his arrest and why it became impossible to keep them as ministers in light of Sisodia's arrest. In Satinder Jain's case, sacking him from the ministry would have also given a larger message and that could have adversely affected the anti-corruption credentials of uh, the Amadmi party because the political opponent very clearly would have played that bit up and uh, kind of kind of pushed the narrative that, okay, it means the alle- allegations are valid. So the Amadmi party also had to stick to the point that the allegations are invalid. So that's the reason why they detained Sat- Satinder Jain in the cabinet despite him being in jail. But in Satyendra Jain's case, we have to see that they could afford doing it because Manish Sisodia was there. He was one person uh, who could take all the portfolios which Satyendra Jain used to handle and he is a minister as experienced as Satyendra Jain because uh, in uh, Arvind Kejriwal's Delhi cabinet, Manish Sisodia, Satyendra Jain and Gopal Rai are the only three persons who, uh, who have been constant as ministers since the first government. But while the Amadmi party may refute the allegations of corruption, it finds itself in a unique position given it was born out of the anti-corruption movement in 2011 and 2012. Radhika Ramaseshan says that previous allegations of corruption didn't really stick or dent the Kejriwal government's image. The liquor scam and Sisodia's arrest may change that. Before this, uh, uh, the liquor scam... Uh, the BJP has been raking up issues of uh, irregularities, uh, you know, in the running of the Delhi government. And uh, those didn't really uh, dent the ARP's prospects in the elections that were fought recently. But to me, the liquor scam is the equivalent of the fodder scam in Bihar, which eventually uh, um, uh, robbed uh, Lalu Prasad Yadav of, uh, you know, the success, the mojo that he had. Uh, till uh, the BJP caught on to the fodder scam. Now, this, mind you, is something which the BJP is going to dig its teeth deeper and deeper into. I do not see the BJP letting go of this liquor scam. It has been at it for quite a while, and things seem to have reached some kind of a conclusion, though we have to wait and see if the CBI is able to give get irrefutable evidence against uh, Sisodia and the others who have been accused or is it one of those things uh, which will uh, prove the ARP's uh, charge that it is nothing but political vendetta? But you've made a very important point about uh, the centrality of corruption to the ARP's agenda, to the ARP's politics. It was born out of the India Against Corruption movement. There are no two ways about it. Arvind Kejriwal was the face of the whole uh, movement. Had he uh, not been there, the movement probably may not have taken off with the kind of traction that we saw it developing throughout the country. What happened when he came into politics? 
I mean, uh, he, uh, like Sisodia, he also made the transition to real politic in no time. You know, first of all, getting rid of his supporters, the people who backed him through the movement. All this was evidence that the Ahmadmi Party is going to be run by this cabal of, of uh, the Ghaziabad boys. That's how one of his former associates termed this whole group of uh, uh, Kejriwal, uh, Gopal Rai, um, uh, Sanjay Singh, and of course Manish Sisodia. So uh, uh, Kejriwal tried cleverly, and now it appears too clever by half to segregate um, morality from politics. It doesn't work that way because Kejriwal is equal to anti-corruption even today in the minds of many people. There may be other things which recommend him, uh, you know, to uh, his voters, but primarily he's remembered for the anti-corruption movement. Now, having uh, gone on a high, literally on a summit on the, the issue, uh, it's very difficult to dismount the horse at a time of your choosing. It doesn't happen quite like that. This is the kind of fix that Kejriwal finds himself in today uh, through uh, Sisodia. The BJP has already started saying the next target is going to be Kejriwal because whoever is left in the ARP, uh, they, I mean, they're, they're, they're really the small fish. You know, they got Satendra Jain in the money laundering case. Uh, that didn't hurt them very much in the either in the assembly polls or in the MCD polls. But this is a different kettle of fish because it involves Sisodia. And who knows, eventually the BJP may try to nail uh, Kejriwal as well. So it's going to be very difficult for Kejriwal to wash his hands off. He can't wash his hands off Sisodia. And eventually, if uh, the uh, trail leads to him, then the AAP and Kejriwal both are in deep trouble. Despite its very high decibel campaign in Gujarat, the Amadmi party didn't really make an impact. Um, we are at that stage now where everything is going to be looked at, how it will impact the 2024 national elections. How serious a contender is the Amadmi party? Just before uh, the Sisodia uh, episode, um, Advan Kejriwal had declared that he is going to fight elections in Karnataka, Madhya Pradesh, Rajasthan, and so on. Now, I don't see his national ambitions taking off to the extent that he would like to. And especially with uh, Sisodia's arrest, his main USP is what? Fighting against corruption. That is going to be impacted. So what are you going to go to people with? How are you going to offer yourself as an alternative to the two uh, main parties, namely the Congress and the BJP? In fact, in um, um, Karnataka, it's shaping into a fight between the Congress and the BJP. And if Kejriwal uh, sort of plunges himself uh, into the battleground, he's going to be seen as a vote cutter, a vote cutter, which is not a very good label for any party to acquire. It's getting to that time where everything is viewed in connection with the national election next year. The ARP's fall from grace also comes at a time when there's little clarity on how the opposition parties aim to take on the BJP in the national election. There's been constant talk of a third front of sorts with all anti-BJP parties coming together. Till last year, the Congress maintained that there was no third front possible without it leading the charge. Radhika says that at its recent national event, the Congress painted a very optimistic picture of its own future. 
She says that along with the inability of other parties to come together with a plan, this may hurt the formation of a united front against the BJP next year. At the recent plenary in um, Raipur, the Congress virtually pledged to bring all the opposition parties under one umbrella, but with some riders. First, it made it very clear that it is not going to cede the leadership to anyone. The leadership will be from the Congress, and there were enough hints to suggest that it would be Rahul Gandhi, because everything hinged on his uh, Bharat Jodo Yatra. So it is apparent that uh, Rahul will be projected front and center by the time the 2024 elections come. Now, uh, the, the second thing was uh, the Congress is grandstanding on ideology in a big way. It is crystal clear that the Congress is not going to cede the space on corruption to another party. Because immediately after the Congress plenary, or just before the Congress plenary, Rahul went to Meghalaya and addressed a meeting where he criticized Mamta Banerjee for her own corrupt, uh, alleged corruption scams like Sarada, Narada, and said the TMC has a record of corruption. Uh, so uh, uh, then uh, comes the Sisodia issue. Congress has not really said anything even as the entire opposition has made statements of solidarity, its Delhi unit, for instance, has uh, welcomed uh, his arrest. They said it is important. And when somebody was asked, they said, look, the ARP has eaten into our space completely. What are we to do? If we have to revive in uh, Delhi, we have to first attack the ARP before going to the BJP. So that is the order in which you have pr prioritized your adversaries. Uh, now, to be fair, when uh, Parliament was in session and Malikarjun Kharge called meetings of the opposition parties, our representatives attended each of the meetings, you know, despite having misgivings about the Congress earlier. So, uh, uh, this whole question of opposition unity is therefore in a complete tangle, if you ask me, unless the Congress gets off the high horse. The point is that it cannot be a solo act before 2024. You know, Mamta Banerjee may have her Sarada or Narada, uh, uh, Arvind Kejriwal may have a liquor policy uh, scam, uh, you know, in his uh, backyard, but so does the Congress. So if you are going to fight corruption and if you have to play the victim card, it is important to regroup all the victims who have been affected by the recent turn of events and not try and do a solo act like the Congress is aspiring to before 2024. You are going to have another front of uh, the BRS and AAP and BAMTA and SP and so on. And the Congress is going to be isolated, thinking that it is in a position to take the BJP on, on its own. That is not going to happen. As far as I can see, the crux of the Congress's game plan is to turn the election into a Modi versus Rahul combat. And that, to me, doesn't seem feasible, not at the moment, at least, unless things change dramatically before 2024. And I don't really foresee that happening. Today's episode was produced by Jairaj Singh, Sunai Marathe, and Anuja Singh. For a daily spotlight on people, ideas, and stories that matter, subscribe to us. 
We're available on TY Plus, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, and all other platforms of your choice. For any news tips, email us at tuipodcast at timesinternet.in.